0: welcome to the MetPro Method Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal O'Keefe, and today I am joined by MetPro coach Jesse Davis. Jesse, thank you so much for being here today. Now, we have some questions that have come in from the community that I am looking for some help with. So are you up for the challenge? (laughs) I think so. Okay. (laughs) All right. So the first question is, (laughs) the first question is, when it comes to how MetPro actually works, can you explain, are you counting macros or calories? And how do you take into account when you aren't prepping the meals yourself? And go. Okay.
1: Okay. (laughs) That was two questions in one. So I'm going to start with the first one of (laughs) what do we count, macros or calories? So if you're familiar with our basic app, if you're not, you should try it out. It's macro-based, so it's gonna tell you how many grams of each macro you get per meal. So we break it down with breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks, and a very confusing, what something weighs is not how many grams it is. So we were just having this conversation as coaches. Just say, for example, you have a slice of bread, and that one slice of bread is 15 grams of carbs in it. It's not gonna always weigh 15 grams it might, I don't know how heavy your bread is, but it's, they're different. So when we talk macros, we're talking about individual grams versus when you look at the serving size, you look at the nutritional label and it says the serving size is whatever grams that's total. That's that's calories, grams, not macro grams. So we count the macros, but we always take into account the calories as well. They're both important.
0: Okay. So if I had to reword that i would say you're saying that macros are first but calories are included as well
1: yes so if you want to think like your body requires calories that's the energy fuel that's the energy source that it has for fuel so that's why calories are important it's literally the unit base that your body burns in very general terms a healthy body a healthy metabolism burns around 1200 calories so once you start eating less than 1200 calories, you're slowing your body's processes down. And when you eat more, you're revving them up, you're getting them going, you're, you're giving them more fuel to work with, right? So when we look at our total calories for the day, we wanna take it a step further and say, gosh, what do I wanna eat throughout that day to make up those calories that my body needs? And then that's when we get into macros. And why do we need carbs? And why do we need fat? And why do we need protein? What are those carbs?
0: Okay, and that 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 might be another podcast to get into all that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it. But- well, I will tell you, like when it comes to calorie counting, I think the biggest error is that people want to save their calories. People yes. are like, oh, if I'm ca- counting calories and I get 1,200 calories, then I'm going to have one meal at dinner time. It's going to be seven o'clock at night, but it's going to be my 1,200 calories. So now I'm double whammy, I'm intermittent fasting all day long and I kept within my calorie range. So I'm really killing it with my with my health plans. And you might see weight loss. You might not. Eventually your body's going to acclimate. The worst thing you're doing is that you're slowing your metabolism down by going all day without food. 1,200 calories in one sitting looks different than 400 calories split up or 300 calories split up. And so that's
0: why we want to do both. Yep, that makes perfect sense. But how do you take those into account when you're not the one prepping the meals?
1: I think but well, that's more of the quality, right? So then you're going to say, okay, I know fruits and vegetables. I know whole foods. Those are better options than the processed foods. So when we're looking at our macros, that's what we want to look at i did some fun facts so if we want to look at carbs and you're like oh i know i need to get my carbs in whether it's a snack or a meal or whatever and so you have an option of strawberries or you have an option of just grabbing some french fries (laughs) you could eat three whole cups of strawberries so you could take a cup of strawberries and eat it three times throughout your day or you can eat one cup of french fries now
0: which one do you think is going to be more filling obviously the three cups of strawberries is going to be more filling exactly which that cup of french fries might be tasty
1: (laughs) (laughs) so yes strawberries and french fries together would be delicious no i'm just kidding i've never had that but french fries are going to be calories from fat and carbs right fruit's going to be calories just from the carbs and so that's where it gets into the, you can't just count calories because calories aren't the same. One calorie is not equal to another calorie, but I want to say five grams of sugar from fruit and five grams of sugar from a Starbucks drink, right? That's, those are different too. It's just all about education. And
0: so. And- So you want to try to eat whole foods whenever possible. And if you are eating something that isn't prepped yourself, then I would think that the idea is to just do the best you can look for vegetables, look for lean proteins in the same way that you would do at home, even if it has more fat, it's still, that's still a better choice than just going, I'm going to dig into the lasagna with all the bread, right?
1: Yes. (laughs) Okay. Exactly. I will say... For all of you out there that know about our wonderful my plate right usda just came out with that I, I guess they didn't just come out with it but it's been my favorite one since i was so happy when they moved from the pyramid because it's usually a circular plate we eat on i guess maybe sometimes you have a rectangular plate but if you look at your circular plate and you think of it as these are where my macros sit and i know i need protein so i'm going to make sure a quarter of my plate is my proteins and then i'm going to make sure half of my plate is veggies, if I'm trying to be really healthy. And then I have my other half for my starches, my potato, my rice, my grains, whatever it is. And so if you're looking at your plate and you're like, oh, that matches, that's great. Eat it all. If you're looking at that lasagna and that lasagna is covering your whole plate, <laughs> that's really only a quarter of what your needs are, right? Because it's the, that's the carb. So getting the meatballs, getting the the salad on the side with no dressing. I know that's boring, but eat together. So being able to make those decisions, no matter what restaurant you're in, think of it as a plate. Okay, I know I get just a quarter of my carbs, and then I get a quarter of my protein, and then I get as many veggies as I want to fill up my plate.
0: Okay. Very helpful. So what about the fact that, okay, we're talking about macros. We know that weighing in meal prep is going to have a huge impact on how successful you are for making sure that you have the proper macros, but obviously that can be time consuming, especially for somebody who's just starting out. So is there a way to focus on some meals versus other meals or in some other way be flexible for people that are just coming into the program just learning how to do this or should they be like focused on i got to hit everything perfectly every single time what would be definitely
1: never ever look at perfection it will drive you crazy (laughs) um for the beginners i will say try to pick those foods in the app that are measured in holes like it's either half an apple or a full apple it's either a quarter of a banana, a half of a banana or a full banana, because mm-hmm. then now you're starting to get a sense of, oh, it says that I get 30 grams of protein or 30 grams of whatever. Oh, I'm noticing that my 30 grams of protein is always yielding four ounces, whether it's four ounces of chicken, four ounces of turkey. Oh, so now I'm starting to see that consistency of, oh, everything's four ounces, right? We're gonna be really ballparked. And so I try to get my clients to know like a chicken breast, that's probably close to four ounces, right? A banana, you're probably close to your two meal carbs. So picking those foods where you don't have to measure that, just grab a banana and go hard boil your eggs, grab your allotment, whether it's one, two or three and move on. So picking food items that don't necessarily require the scale can be super helpful. Cause then you just start thinking of a serving size. That is one of my favorite things in the app. And I know a lot of our clients don't like it and they like my Fitness Pal because it'll tell you exactly how much apple it should weigh. And it's, But that's not realistic. I don't want you having to measure every single apple you eat and make sure that apple is within this range and that range. That's splitting hairs. So just eat your apple, <laughs> eat your peanut butter, <laughs> eat your things that you need. And so the more you practice, the easier it gets. And I definitely would encourage my newer clients, especially, or those ones on the go to get those already pre-measured foods. Once you start buying the two ounces of, or the two tablespoons of peanut butter, the little pouches you can get at the store, you do that for a month or two, you're going to know exactly how much two tablespoons of peanut butter is <laughs> without even probably having to get the scale. Cause you've ate it that many times. Your body is a creature habit and it's going to remember, trust yourself, right? So, so true By the time a client has been 30 days on met pro and really has busted the scale out and is starting to get a hang of things your eye measurement is trusted right? yep if you travel and you've never busted the scale out i'm not sure i would trust your eyeball <laughs> i would work on the plate that's Half veggies quarter protein quarter grain.
0: <laughs> that's so true i can grab a handful of almonds and be almost on the dot every single time. 28 grams.
1: (laughs) I I I love it. My cottage cheese, I can like pretty much exactly
0: one scoop a fourth of a cup. I know exactly what one-fourth of a cup looks like. That's awesome. Now, when it it comes to just starting MetPro and a person is thinking about like weighing their options, what kind of time commitment is needed? Is this something that a person can expect to do forever? And if not, is there a transition to help you return back to life without a coach?
1: I always get this question, Crystal. (laughs) How long do I have to do this for? (laughs) And my answer is, uh, as long as you're eating. (laughs) How long do you want to eat? You want to eat the rest of your life? Then you're going to have to be aware of what you put in your mouth. (laughs) You want to stop eating, then good luck with that. Um, So in essence, forever, right? We forever need to be able to take care of our bodies and be aware. So how long do you have to be mindful and aware of your being forever as far as what does that commitment need to look like I would like to reassure my clients that progressing towards a goal whether you're trying to put on five pounds of muscle or you're trying to PR a race by five minutes or you're trying to lose five pounds of body fat whatever that goal is you're asking your body to do something it's not accustomed to so you have to get out of your comfort zone because it's comfortable where it's at and so as pushing that lever and as going beyond that, is way harder than saying, now you just gotta hold steady. Now you just gotta keep it up. And so that's why we do like to say, as long as you keep having your snacks, you keep your metabolism stable or your blood sugar stable, keep your metabolism revved, people don't see weight gain. They just don't gain weight. Study after study of all of our thousands of clients, we do not have the average weight gain that other companies or whatever programs do because most people stick with it. If you're like, "Oh, I'm going to stop snacking as soon as I'm done." Then you're going to put yourself in a more difficult position, right? You're going to
0: I would like to add to that that as far as the transition back to life without a coach, I feel like our basic app is a really good tool for that because you've worked with a coach, you understand how all of the measurements work, you understand why you're eating five times a day and how the metabolism works and all that. And then the app will still have the algorithm. And so it's a really nice bridge to get back. It's like to the point where you know it by rote, you could do you could measure your food in your sleep. And you know, when you need to make changes forever after that. So I would recommend our app for that transition.
1: Yes, I definitely love it. I say that there are a lot of questions. There's a lot of unknowns app is great. You can also even ask a question if something comes up Ah. posts, but yeah, definitely learning what works for you is important and having a coach to help you navigate that super helpful. I will tell you that if you're really thinking about being on the go and. Just really needing the simplest options. Think of things that are triple compounds, triple macros. So if you're like, gosh, I just don't have time to be prepping. I just don't have time to be doing this. One of our most common bars is the RX bar because it's made with egg whites and almonds and dates. Bars are not great. We don't love them as coaches, everyone out there. They're not our favorite go-to's, but they are very convenient if you travel and on the go. So it's like, where are you at? Edamame. I don't know if many people know this, but edamame, whether it's like the crunchy, dried edamame. I just got some at Trader Joe's that were sriracha flavored and they were delicious. Or the cooked edamame. That's going to have all three. I think I said the edamame, one cup of edamame was going to be like a meal replacement. It's going to give you a full protein, a full meal carb, and a half of the fat. Mm. And so... When you look at your meal plan, you're gonna see, oh, I get that kind of allotment. You might need more protein. You might need more carbs, depending on your meal plan. But I love the edamame because that's really easy. The one thing that I do, I'm pretty sure that the app doesn't have, but just thinking of triple compounds, many people don't know that cashews have a higher carb content and they still have protein. It's on the lower end. It's only like five grams. I think peanuts are like seven. So we like our peanuts and our almonds. Those are the best. Those are like staples in my household. But if I'm like, oh shoot, I'm traveling, I'm in the airport, right? My options are that trail mix bag that's got M&Ms and raisins in it with my peanuts, or I can just get like a bag of cashews. I'm going to go with that bag of cashews. I'm just going to keep it simple. I know that it's got all my macros and protein really is the most important. So learning to read those labels, if you are on the go is going to be really important which I guess learning to read a label might be a podcast for another.
0: Yeah, that's a great (laughs) idea. I love that. Um, So do you have any tips for someone who says, I'm not really into cooking. What kind of prep is involved? This is is me.
1: (laughs) I I feel like everything I've suggested has not required the oven to be turned on. Um, True. Always finding those ready cooked options at the store. I know, Places are getting more and more familiar with the rotisserie chickens and the pre-cooked meats going to the deli counter. You can seriously go to the deli counter and say, I need four ounces of turkey in a bag, and I need three bags of that. I need three bags of my four ounces of turkey. So whether you're traveling, whether you're at home, whether you're across the street, whatever it is, you didn't have to measure that. You didn't have to bust out your scale. They're going to do it for you. Most of the time when you go to a restaurant, they know how much protein they're giving you it's they have to know how much they're making right so it's really good the more you can ask questions the more you can be aware be aware (laughs) be consistent the better the more successful you'll be there are uh meal services right i would say that uh, factor 75 right factor meals and trifecta are i feel like the two biggest most well-known very familiar with them you just put in your macros you pick out your foods There are really probably hundreds. I was Googling before we hopped on the podcast, this new one, which is called, I'm assuming it's new because I haven't heard of it, but it was called Meal Pro. And obviously it caught my eye because it was like black and it looked like Pro. (laughs) (laughs) So I clicked on it and I was very intrigued. I didn't go into the whole subscription or anything, but it looked like it was delivered macros. So something like that. What are my options? It's a little bit more expensive to go the meal service route. That might be a limitation. I will never forget one of the suggestions that Angelo told me about when I first met him over a decade ago. He had a high school student prepping his meal for him because he was too busy and this was before meal prep services were out there. And so he's like, oh yeah, I just hired a kid. I told him, cook up the meat. You need to put him in this many containers. We have the structure we they can download the app they can see oh i get four ounces of this six ounces of that get a high school student get a college student who needs some extra
0: money that's you have fabulous a a pair of shoes that's fabulous <laughs> i love that what a so, great uh, idea yeah, so
1: community oh. and then another thing that i did hear from one of my clients which i absolutely loved they do like a prep night where they get their friends together and they all have say for example you're going to be responsible for the cheese and um, rice cake, and I'll be responsible for the apple and peanut butter. And so everybody's gonna get their bag of peanut butter, they're gonna get their cheese sticks, we're all gonna come together, and then we're gonna swap snacks, hang out, whatever, maybe have a snack, and then on we go for the week, and we've got all of our snacks, and we got variety, and just a fun way to bring it in a group setting, because food is fun. Food
0: is fun. You guys (laughs) got to eat the rest of your life. Why make it boring? (laughs) I love that. What a great idea. Do you have anything else about tracking or cooking or prep that you want to make sure our listeners know about?
1: I will say when you're traveling, when you're really thinking about, oh, shoot, I didn't have time to prep. I'm on the go. I'm at a gas station you can make the right decision. I know there's a lot more options of bad decisions, but if I'm gonna go into the gas station, I'm personally gonna look for a piece of jerky, right? Just like one of those sticks of jerky or whatever it is. If I can find a chomp stick, that's gonna be better because I know chomp is usually a little bit lower in fat. The beef sticks are gonna be higher in fat. If you can find like a turkey stick or chicken stick, those are becoming more popular. Find just one of those sticks for the protein super important. And then is there fresh fruit? Look at the table or do they, I like to go with bananas or oranges because they have peels. They have things I can take off and eat, (laughs) but really banana or an apple, something like that, or raisins. Usually you can find raisins. The dehydrated grapes work, even though you might not always see them on your plan. So I've got my jerky. That's going to have usually your fat if it's a beef stick and I've got my fruit. And boom, I got my two little items and I'm on the go. It's non-perishable. So if you got to get it on the way to and from the airport, airport's a whole nother gamut of what you can travel. But you can take food into an airport. You can take anything you want that's solid. (laughs) If it's liquid, now we got to talk about it. Okay, applesauce, get them in the pouches, get them in those small little pouches. And then now, boom, all I got is my applesauce and I'm
0: eating it and moving on. So, yeah, I I never travel else. without food anymore. I always used to, but now I've always got, I've got almonds, I've got rice cakes, I've got applesauce, I've got all the things This now. is my
1: bag. Can you see it? I, I got can't. a clear bag because I just traveled back. Everybody that knows Coach Jess, I went to my sister's wedding. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Johnsons. Yeah, it's easier to travel with a clear bag because then they know what's food in there. If it's a bag, they don't know what's in it. They're going to not like it. Trust me, that's, that one the hard way. But my clear bag. Don't leave home without it.
0: <laughs> so many great tips. That was awesome. Uh, <laughs> Jesse, thank you so much for your time today. Before we let you go, let everybody know where they can find you to find out more.
1: Yeah, definitely just shoot me an email. I'm, I'm pretty good at getting back to you. It's just Jesse, J E S S E E. Super cool way to spell my name. <laughs> Jesse at metpro.co.
0: Wonderful. Thank you. Listeners, that's all for this week. You can find all of the MetPro Method episodes anywhere you get podcasts, or you can go to metpro.co slash podcast. Please be sure to follow and rate the show and review. That lets other people know what they can expect from the show. And you can also learn more about MetPro at metpro.co. I'm your host, Crystal O'Keefe, and I will be back next week. Until then, remember, consistency is key.